If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Three. Two. One. Zero. Hello. Welcome to... Episode 157. Negative Thoughts. Hey Money Clan, a very warm welcome to the Chain of Wealth Podcast. I'm your host, Dennis O'Brien. And I'm Katie Walsh. So Katie, interesting topic today, chatting about how your thoughts can impact your money. And I think that this is so underrated. It's all about behavioral finance and going into the power of thinking. What what are your thoughts? I 100% agree. And I try to air on the positive side i personally when i'm around negativity it it like clings onto me and really weighs me down and i'm really really easily brought down when i'm around negative people so i try to stay positive because i can get miserable feeling real quick and i actually have a quote in my classroom that i kind of just inherited it came with the classroom and I never took it down. And it's along the lines of, it says, watch your thoughts for they become words. Watch your words for they become actions. Watch your actions for they become habits. Watch your habits for they become character and watch your character for it becomes your destiny. That's crazy. Which is actually quite deep for a third grade classroom (laughs) quote. But I appreciate it. And when I have days where I'm starting to like feel a little bit burdened or overwhelmed, it helps me. And I think that helps translate to them. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, definitely interesting topic. Before we dive into today's episode, if you guys haven't already, don't forget to join our Facebook group. Head on over to chainofwealth.com slash group and come and say hi. All right, Kate, you ready to dive right in? Yep. All right, let's do it. Welcome to Chain of Wealth. Here's your host, Dennis, inspiring you to begin your journey of financial freedom. All right, Kate. So the power of your mind. And I honestly think that this plays such a critical role when it comes to money. And it really can be your biggest enemy if you don't have your mindset under control. Yeah, it can definitely be your biggest enemy or your best asset. And then when I think about mindset with this, I all I can really think about is sometimes the, you have to live with fake it till you make it. Yeah. And I don't know a single person who has never had to fake it till they make it. And you go into work and you're tired or you don't feel super great. 
It doesn't really matter what you do. You could be in sales or you could be a doctor or, or a teacher or an accountant. Wherever you work, you have people that you have to talk to and personalities rub off on others. So for me anyway, and I'm only going to really speak for me, but when I am in a cranky mood and I quote fake it till you make it, but I am smiling, it makes me eventually feel better. I, it's something in your brain. I'm not going to get super sciencey or anything. But even when you are fake smiling or fake pretending that you're in a good mood, it does kind of flip your mindset. Did you ever watch um, that movie called The Secrets? No. So The Secrets sort of, um, it, it's quite a deep movie. And like it talks about how a lot of people get super successful and everything else. And it, they attribute it towards The Secrets. And what The Secret is, it's the power of focusing on something. And, you know, like, it's sort of that you become the product of what you obsess over. So, as an example, if you always wanted to be the best speller, if you think about being the best speller at school and you're constantly just obsessing over it and you try and think about it all the time that you can and you think about specifically winning and being the best and winning and being the best, you will eventually become that reality, and that's essentially what the secret is. And it sort of infers on you that you should really focus on what you want out of life and you'll get it. I, I can appreciate that because I think that's true. You are what you constantly tell yourself. And I think a lot of times we're our worst critics. We're the meanest to ourselves than anybody else is. Yeah, that's true. And, and I think part of the reason for that is social media in this day and age. You know, like a lot of people, they, they have a look at Facebook and everything else and that life is so great for everyone. And what they don't realize is that's just, you're, you're seeing the best of everything. And, you know, I, I think that when it comes to sort of trying to move forward, you need to realize that life's not all like, you know, butterflies and pancakes, you know, like stuff <laughs> happens and it life gets in the way. However, if you can still maintain a really good mindset, that directly translates to your money. And I'm going to go back to um, a little example. If you have just left work and you're really tired and you're in a bad mood and you get home, like you don't want to open up that fridge and cook yourself something half the time. You know, like you're, oh, in, a, you're no. in a really bad mood. You're going to say, well, I want, like I've had a hard day and life is so tough on me. I'm going to eat out and I'm going to go to a restaurant or whatever the case is. And or you're gonna, order a pizza or order in your a pizza or, or on what, the couch. Yeah, or whatever it is. And you're going to end up spending a ton of money. Now, if that's what you want out of life, great. However, that's going to cost you a lot of money and it's also going to make you less healthy. So it, it sort of has a knock-on effect and that was just triggered off your thoughts, if you really think about it on a on like a deeper level. Because you were thinking negatively about your day, you ended up throwing yourself off from your health and you threw yourself off from your finances as well. That was like a two for one. And those are the two things that people take super seriously, like their money and their health. Yeah, I think we've all been there where we come home and we're just like over it. And even if you love your job, it's sad reality, like... Some days are not great and you just can't. And I don't want to be um, old fashioned or anything, but at least in our relationship, I do most of the cooking. 
and I will paint this scene a little bit, a, a little bump that we had recently, if I may. Sure. So I, we have been working really hard at getting in shape for our wedding. And who, if you don't know, Dennis and I love food. And loving food and being skinny at the same time can be a little bit of a hairy crossroad. And I came home from work the other day. It was a really long day. And I had sat in traffic for an hour in the rain. And the last thing I felt like doing was cooking. But I also didn't want to go out in the rain to go out to eat. I was basically... Sorry, Dan, you're in a lose-lose situation. <laughs> Thanks, Kate. You're just throwing me under the bus here. <laughs> well, you are. You are. Because you were very sweet to me. You said, no, I know you're really tired. Let's go out to eat. And I didn't want to go out. And I had already taken my shoes off. And it's still a little chillier than what I would prefer in Virginia. And I was like, no, I'll just cook. And my mindset, that meal was disgusting. It was... And I had built it up so well. I was going to make this homemade pizza with a cauliflower crust. And it was going to be delicious. And I thought about it all day. And in reality, it was terrible. But it was my negativeness that I brought home from work. And then my paired with, I don't know if I'm the only person like this. But like when I get home, I have to eat. Like there's no like... Some people come home and they go to the gym or they do this or they take a shower. Like I walk in, put my stuff down and go like right to the refrigerator. I mean, I think that's a pretty common thing to do. (laughs) So I could not wait. So I was cranky and hangry and it was awful. And that was not a nice way to feel. Yeah. And then I ended up going to bed hungry because I just couldn't get satisfied with anything and then I was hungry at breakfast and I was running late and then you made breakfast with lots of love in that little bowl of oatmeal (laughs) (laughs) yeah but I mean mean, like what you say is so true though like when you have that negative mindset and you bring that home with you like it's gonna have a knock-on effect and whether that you eat out and you are trying to save money or Whatever the case is, um, it's really tough. And I think as well, like a a big mindset problem that people have is their debt. You know, like when you're stuck paying off debt and you're making these payments every month and you feel like you're not moving the needle, that's a really tough feeling, Kate. Oh, that feeling, pardon my language, sucks. And I want to just say, I'm not even going to just target it for girls because I feel like boys are also guilty of this when they are upset they get in a fight with a girlfriend or boyfriend or their parents or something hasn't gone their way they have a little retail therapy Ooh, the retail therapy (laughs) oh and i think retail therapy is actually worse than eating your feelings yeah and you know the problem is that Retail therapy in this day and age isn't you handing over cash that you've worked hard for. It's taking that little piece of plastic that's got no number on it and you're swiping and Mm -hmm. you will swipe and you will swipe and you will swipe and you have no idea how much you've spent. And people can really dig themselves into like a really big hole really quickly without realizing it. You know, if it was a case of, all right, you got paid in cash and you have a wad of cash when you get paid 
and you all of a sudden need to go for retail therapy and you actually have to start handing over that money that you've worked hard for psychologically it's a very different thing to do when you're just swapping yeah i think the first time i really became aware of retail therapy was in college now i'm the first to admit for most things in life i'm a late bloomer so i catch on to things pretty slowly but i had a roommate who didn't do very well on a test and you know she sat in her room and she moped for like an hour and then she was gone all day and i didn't like this is back before cell phones or super popular. Wow, I sound really old. <laughs> You're giving away your age, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> Cell phones were not super popular. There were no iPhones yet. And she was gone. And I, you know, we were like best friends. So I waited to go to, to dinner with her at the cafeteria. And she never came. And like I said, around five o'clock, like, I can't, I can't take it. And she came home around like 730 with bags and bags of stuff and i was just like "Ooh, what did you get and this is like a decade or more before chain of wealth and she bought all kinds of new shirts and new outfits and a great new pair of boots and she and i was just like where did you get this money from she's like "Mm, my credit card and i was just like even at the time i was like "Ooh, that doesn't sound good yeah i totally agree and you know, the thing is, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually go into a new area now, and that's investing. You know, like, when it comes to investing, and Kate, like, I know you're still getting into the whole investing thing mm-hmm. and, like, trying to figure it out. But when you have a lot of money that you sort of started putting away, you know, you start watching it and you watch it and you're like a hawk, you know, like, it goes up, like, half a percent and you're watching it like you want to know where your money's go, gonna go and then it goes down half a percent and you're also you're, you're watching it and you're, you're worried you're gonna lose all your money and then it goes up like two or three percent and you get super excited and then it goes down five or six percent and suddenly Ooh. you're in a position where you're actually behind you know the the psychology like plays a big role there as well and your negative thoughts of oh the stock market's gonna crash and you know, this is such a bad idea and everything else that can really impact you. And it can really set you back if you make decisions based on emotions in the time rather than your long-term gut feelings. Like say you bought a, um, like an ETF or whatever the case is. Well, hold on. You're getting fancy here. An exchange traded fund. Thank so you. like a Vanguard or whatever it is. Um, so like an ETF follows, it, it's basically a collection of stocks and it will track like an index. Okay. So, yeah. (laughs) So, if you've got like money in that account and you see it going up and down, that can play a very big role um, when you're actually watching it. And the worst thing to do is just to buy and sell based on your emotions on a particular day. You know, you should buy something with a long term view and you're not buying it for the next market cycle that's going to happen in the next couple months. You should be buying it for the next 20 years, you know, and like looking long term and saying, well, this company, I believe in, they've got a good product, they've got a good management team. I think this share is undervalued. I'm going to buy it. That is primarily your reason for going into it. Now, going in is not normally a problem. People are very happy to figure find a company and go in. But the moment like some bad news comes out or whatever it is, that's when people start really wanting to pull their money out. And I think learning to just be patient and to hold 
and you know just trust in the system and the system's not going to let you down over a long period of time if you can learn how to do that you'll be in a really much better position with investing and all your investments wow i think i really just learned something yeah (laughs) but i mean like i say that it's easy to do hearing that and then you are in the moment and you're panicking and i totally get that but it is a um it's a discipline you need to learn to be patient not watch like in the moment you know and don't just react like don't have a knee-jerk reaction to money money is about a very long-term strategy and long-term plans so whether it's paying off debt and you know you need to pay an extra $50 every month and then you're going to pay it off so much sooner or it's I'm contributing to some rather retirement fund. Think about it the long haul. Think about when you're actually going to need the money and don't worry about like short or long-term things in the instance. I think money is actually something that should be very emotionless. And unfortunately, when it comes to negative thoughts and negative feelings, that can play at your emotions a lot and really cause you to make some bad decisions. Yeah, then it's tough, especially when you are trying and getting a bit lost in the waves, I'll say. You want to be hopeful, but you're not. Well, you want to be hopeful, but it's not working out the way you were hoping. It's a tough thing to constantly have to remind yourself to stay focused and to be optimistic. Yeah, but I I really think that if people can try and be optimistic, whether whether it's like you said earlier, fake it till you make it, or whether you just have a really positive mindset and you're like trying to force yourself to do it, you know, try and look at the bright side of things. Always try and look a bit more long term and realize that as bad as what your position may be, there's someone out there that's got dealt a worse hand of cards. And oh, absolutely. you know, being appreciative of what you do have and what you are in control of is critically important to being able to really get a manage on your finances. And I think that mindset can honestly play a bigger role than any amount of debt or savings or whatever it is. So definitely try and get your mindset correct. So my takeaways from this are look towards the long-term game when it comes to eating your feelings, basically. Try not to do that as often because it can have negative impacts on your health, and your finances. Uh, That's why I am such a big proponent of meal prepping. I, and I'm going to share this tidbit with you, if you are listening and you take your lunch to work, which I hope you do, bulk pack your lunches. It will make your life a hundred times better because every day I used to come home and I would pack our lunches and it was such a stress to me. And now I take like an hour on Sunday and I pack all of our lunches for the whole week and it is the best thing. So that is my two cent advice. But be prepared and time manage so that you don't have to go out and order a pizza or stop at, you know, a convenience like McDonald's or something that really doesn't taste that good. And I never feel full afterwards. And just look long term. Yeah, totally agree with you. And also with regards to just meal prepping, um, that can be a big mindset thing too, you know? Like if you find a pain point in your life, which you did, you said, I'm not enjoying packing luncheons every day. It's too much work. You know, like 
it also can add up a lot as well. If you are constantly having to come up with different plans or whatever else it is or different meals, if you somehow manage to batch things, batching is really, really good we are because huge it can save a ton of time and also it can help you maintain a better budget as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I would say that those are pretty much my biggest takeaways from this week as well. You know, just like really try and get your mindset in order and, you know, like you can basically conquer anything if your mindset's right. And I know this is going to sound really cheesy, but when I'm in a really cranky mood and I'm driving home from work, I sing. And I personally put on some good like Michael Jackson or Whitney Houston or Taylor Swift. And it makes me feel so much better. Usually it gets me like I have to be going like two or three songs. I'm not like a right off the bat singer, but two or three songs in, it's the endorphins, and I, you're laughing at me right now. <laughs> I am because this is a little bit off topic, but <laughs> we're talking about mindsets here. That's it's true. Probably That's related. true. And then they're not people aren't going to want to go and drop a bunch of money and go out to eat. Instead, they're going to go home and they're going to eat their vegetables and go for a workout, and it's going to be great. Yeah, that's true. All right, cool. Well, if you guys would like, you can follow us on Instagram. It's at Chain of Wealth on Instagram. And we'll catch you guys next time.